Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And you know, every week we gather around this table, and you might think, don't these girls ever get tired of doing the same thing. Well, first of all, Rachel, I don't think I could ever get tired of hanging out with you. I love you. But second of all, I think that, you know, there's something stable about having a table to gather around because some things in life kind of get shaken up and they become a little bit nerve wracking, especially if we're trying something brand new. Now, Rachel, I know you have some current things in your life that you can really relate to when we talk about starting fresh. And and so today I want to call our show Get Fresh, because I think so often we can get stale, we can get in a rut, and there are things that can help us do something brand new. Yeah, I get what you're saying is the routine sometimes might feel kind of boring to us, but sometimes it's luxurious to us because we're in our comfort zone and we know what we're doing and we can do it pretty well and we know what to expect. Um, But right now I am trying something new in my in my work life. And it has me um, back at the position for the last month and a half. Every single day, I've woken up in the position of an absolute newbie with so much to learn um, and so much to do. There's massive amounts of stuff to learn and do before I can even sort of begin this work, if that makes sense. Well, I'll tell you what it's doing. Every night by the end of the day, I am slightly, I'm worn out and I'm slightly frustrated and slightly dismayed because it's the end of the day and I've worked on this for six hours or more today and I've made some progress, but there's still, it's it's like a drop in the bucket. So by the end of the day, I'm slightly dismayed that all that work only amounted to three drops into the bucket. Um, But then I wake up the next morning and I am so excited to get back to it again. Uh, So it's interesting. That's kind of the pattern that I've been in for a month and a half now is uh, I make some progress because I'm excited about the the goal and what I'm trying to do. But by the end of the day, after a good six hours of being an absolute newbie on a huge learning curve, I'm exhausted. (laughs) Well, that's a good kind of exhaustion. And, you know, I've been there. And I remember years ago when I worked for Robert Montgomery at Montgomery Zuckerman Davis. It was a big ad agency, and I was part of their public relations arm. And I got to do a lot of PR for the books that he would write. And it was so fun to travel and go and do those things with him. And I remember him telling me about his life. And it really astounded me because I thought he had been in advertising forever because he knew so much about it. But he said, Luann, I made a decision at a very early age that I was going to totally change careers every 10 years. 
and not just, you know, kind of slide over into something that was a sister of what he was doing. No, it was total. Like, in the beginning, he started out as in vaudeville kind of thing. And he was on the stage. And then he became a professor. And then he went into advertising. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I would never have guessed that. But it gave me inspiration so that I saw how excited he was every day to get up and and chase the goal and to learn something new and to try different things. And and after that, he, he became um, a mentor to people who invented new things. And that was his new passion. So I think that when we get fresh ideas and we get fresh downloads from the from the Lord. I mean, I I have experienced that in my own life. There's something so invigorating about it. I feel like God is all about fresh new beginnings. Yeah, he's the the author of them, right? Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Um, you are a new creation, right. created anew in Christ Jesus. Yeah, there's lots of verses that spring to my mind about God being the fresh start for us all. You know, his mercies are new every morning. I thank God for that. I think I would really like your uh, your former boss there at the at the Montgomery Place. He sounds fascinating, and uh, I think I'm probably a lot like that in that I, after several years of doing one thing, I just get this itch um, to try something new, even though I know it's gonna be um, it's gonna be tiring and it's gonna be hard. I kind of I always say it like this: I I need a new mountain to climb. And mountain climbing is hard <laughs> and it's optional for most of us, yes. right? You don't have to, you can live your whole life without climbing a mountain. <laughs> um, and so it's hard, but yet I do periodically sort of just get this internal itch to find a new mountain to climb. So I, I guess I'm climbing a new mountain right now. There are a whole bunch of my friends who say, why, why do you feel this need to go conquer a new mountain. And and I can't really describe it other than I think that we're all wired differently. And if you think about, you know, if everybody was the same, it's like what my husband always says. He says, you know, honey, if we were alike, one of us would not be necessary. And so God knew that. He knew that you needed to have new mountains. I needed to have new adventures. And I remember going through my life and having so many different things that I decided to tackle. And people look at me sometimes and say, I don't understand. But for me, it is kind of the fuel that gets me to the next goal in my life. It's something that inspires me to keep going. And and right now, Rachel, you and I are in the in the middle of this encouragement cafe ministry that is constantly doing new things and trying new uh, opportunities to reach folks. And to me, that's exciting to see where God can take it. It is exciting. And most days, that's how I feel. That's how I wake up most mornings. But I think you'll agree with me that on on the journey, there are still those those times where six hours in, you're exhausted. And, you know, I get I get halfway up the mountain and I ask myself that same thing. Why? 
why do you need to climb this? You don't need to climb this. Um, I have asked myself so many times, Rachel, why can't you just be happy? Uh, Can you just like, just learn to bake bread or something? Like find an easy hobby. (laughs) Like, why do you have to take on these huge projects? Um, And there are definitely days when I wish I would just bake bread. (laughs) Oh, you know, I I can look back at the time when I was working for Mr. Montgomery and I I started a family and I remember feeling like, oh, it's going to be so hard to continue at the pace in advertising and marketing and still be able to be with my family. And I remember having that itch you're talking about to start something that was my own where I could control my hours. And that's when I decided to get my cosmetology license. Now, is that a bizarre switch in life? But I just thought I can make my own hours, be around my kids and make sure I'm there for them. Well, what happened next was exactly what you're talking about. I remember going to school, learning the trade, and then opening my own business and and it was hard there were a lot of things I did not know going in but it was a journey that taught me things that I'm still using today well you know you're not unlike uh your your boss there at that advertising agency because you too people might be surprised to hear yeah you've been a you've had your own uh, hair salon you've been a cosmetologist you've been a realtor you've been a national uh christian speaker um you've done a ton of things and so it's interesting how I think sometimes we uh, look at other people's accomplishments and put them up on a certain level and and don't do the same for ourselves. What, and what I mean by that is sometimes we don't start a new thing because we look around at the people who are already doing it and have been doing it and are already good at it and they're no longer beginners and we go, ugh. Well, no point in me even starting because I'll never catch up to them. And, you know, uh, it's interesting that you say that because I know that you've written books. I've contributed to books and I'm in the middle of mine. But here's what so many girls that I know that have this book inside them say, well, there are so many other people already writing And look, they wrote about the topic I wanted to write about, so why should I even do it? And you know, we can't have that attitude. If we have a burning passion and a desire to do something fresh, something different, something new that is only uniquely ours, because it doesn't matter how many other people have done it, nobody, nobody can do it like you will. Yes, and and what that really is is a uh, fear that we won't measure up or fear that we won't catch up, and um, there's not mm. uh, there's not there's no catching up <laughs> because it's your one life, it's you and your one life, and you're not in any kind of a race with anyone else. The world can make us feel that way, 
Um, but we're not in a race. We're just here. We have a, a, a set amount of time and we have the freedom of choice about what we'll do with that time. So if you want to write a book with that time, write a book with that time. If you want to start a ministry or become a Bible teacher or open a bakery, do it. It's your choice and it's your time. But I can tell you this, a year from now, you will regret not starting today. There are so many opportunities that we don't ever do because we are afraid of the unknown. And, and we're afraid of the commitment that it's going to take. Because I'll tell you, when I said yes to doing the Encouragement Cafe radio show, I had no idea what would happen next. But I knew that there was this itch inside, this passion inside that God was saying, okay, you've done Proverbs 31, you've done the, the speaking thing there, and I'm opening this door for you because there are women who want to connect in ways that they will never be able to connect if you don't say yes and start walking. And Rachel, I had no idea but here's what I did know. I had to put the work in. I had to get focused. And what that means to me, I picture, like, have you ever seen the Clydesdale horses when they're walking in the Macy's Day Parade and they're pulling the big wagon with Santa Claus on it and they have blinders on the sides of their eyes because there's so many people standing around applauding and talking and yelling. And if they got distracted, they might actually hurt themselves or hurt someone else or get off path. But I picture my life like that when I am focused on something that God has put in front of me, like Encouragement Cafe right now, or real estate 10 years ago, or, you know, the hair salon 25 years ago. Whatever it is that God has put in my heart and my passion, I try to put blinders on and say, okay, it doesn't really matter if Susie Smith thinks that I'm doing this right or not, or if uh, Joe Brown thinks that I'm crazy for switching careers, I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to put my blinders on and I am going to look straight ahead at the goal and I'm going to do the work. I'm going to put it step by step by step, just like that Clydesdale horse. Good metaphor, especially the step-by-step -step thing. Um, I had to do, that's recently how I regained my, my sanity a couple of days ago, was to sit down and make a sort of a list to think through. There's so many things that I need to do. So I'm I'm going to launch this, um, this business where I'm going to uh, help people, coach people through the process of writing their novel. And so uh, I've been going through training with another master coach, book coach on this, on how to do this, learning from her. That always speeds up the process is if we can find a mentor or a coach or someone to learn from. Um, but I have to uh, I have to do everything because it's just me. I'm a solo entrepreneur in this. I have to get a bank account and you know a uh, get myself set up for to pay taxes in this business. I have to create a website, build a website, launch a podcast. I have to um, uh, create a, the the structure through which I will take everybody. There's just so much to do, and every single one of those things I just named. There's a learning curve 
curve and there's things I have to learn before I can complete that piece of it. And so I was spinning. Uh, I would work every day and nothing, and I, I felt like I couldn't really move, get anything accomplished. I would do something in one or more of those areas, but nothing ever felt like it was done. And, um, and I just, it was, I felt like I was spinning plates, run over here, spin this one, run over and spin that one a little. And so I sat down and I made a step-by-step -step plan. Here's what I need to do first. And then um, don't, and here's what I need to do second. And here's what I need to do third. And here's what I need to do fourth. And there's a hundred and four more things I need to do, but those aren't even going on the list right now. <laughs> um, the blinders that you were talking about. I love that metaphor because that's what I said to myself is, okay, Rachel, don't worry about any of the rest of it until you finish number one. Just do step one. So um, that's a good metaphor. I like that, the blinders. Well, you know, so many of our friends are in the same boat. People that start something new and fresh, they take a risk. I just encouraged a young lady at our church that I've known for 20 years. I saw something that she wrote and I was astounded. I said, Cheryl, you have been hiding this gift of writing. Oh, I, I want you to do something with it. And so I've connected her with Mindy, our devotions liaison. And now that's starting to take root. And our producer of this radio show, Jay, is a wonderful man of God. And he, he took a chance... Uh, about a year and a half ago to go back to college and now he's got a show of his own that he's doing and it's it's broadcasting all over the world now because he took the one step and said I'm going to do it I'm not going to be afraid I'm going to put the blinders on and I'm going to put the work in that's going to take to get it done when you say I want to get fresh <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. Ecclesiastes 7.8 says that finishing is better than starting. Better is the end of a thing than its beginning. So in other words, you can't judge the, the, the whole of the journey by how difficult the start of it is. Um, it's going to get better. You are going to improve. Um, and there's actually, it kind of improvement comes exponentially. You know, so um, you can't judge the end of the thing uh, from the beginning. The ending is always going to be better than it is at the beginning. And the last part of that verse in Ecclesiastes 7, 8, it says, and the patient spirit is better than the proud spirit. So it's saying, listen, don't despise small beginnings. Uh, don't don't give up now because the, the beginning is hard. The finishing is going to be better than the starting, but you got to have a patient spirit. Um, if you have a proud spirit, we're, you're going to quit. You're going to give up because you're not a master at it yet. And a, a master, as I said, is just a beginner who kept on beginning. Okay, so here are some key takeaways that I want to make sure you get because... If you're listening right now, it's probably because God has been spurring you to try something outside of your norm, and you've been afraid, and maybe you've said those exact words that we've been talking about, I can't do it. Someone else has already done it. Why should I even try? And I want to encourage you to write those things down. Step number one, write down 
all the things that you have a tendency to say to yourself. And then I want you to start saying the opposite. So instead of saying, I can't do it, I want you to write on an index card, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Every single negative thing that has kept you from getting that fresh start, from taking off on your journey, I want you to start writing down some of the things that Rachel has just said. She gave you scripture from Ecclesiastes. Write it down. She gave you the the image in your mind of the mountain. She gave you some great things to say to yourself. Because Rachel, I believe that many, many times we stop because we are the ones that are talking negatively negatively to ourselves. Yeah, we stop ourselves. No one else stops us. We, we stop ourselves. But the flip side of that is that even if no one else encourages us or pushes us, um, we can encourage ourselves and we can push ourselves. So it's your choice. You can stop yourself from even starting or even trying, or you can push yourself to start and to try and to keep on trying. You know, we can't rise to our full potential and we can't create things of value and we can't have incredible experiences like seeing the view from the top of the mountain if we're unwilling to be in the discomfort of starting at the beginning. Discomfort is the the price tag. Uh, it's the cost of living your dream. So just make peace with that and say, yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to take a long time. It's going to be uncomfortable, but it's also going to be good and I'm going to improve and I'm going to be so glad when I stand at the top of the mountain or even anywhere near the top of the mountain and I look back and see how far I come. I'll be so glad that I started today. I love that. And there are so many places to find good inspiration. Things that make you go, okay, if they did it, I can do it. So today, I want that to be your homework assignment for the week, because I know you are not listening by accident. God has you here listening to this show because he has something fresh he wants to bring into your life, but it's going to take work and it's going to take not quitting. And it's going to take you learning how to replace the negative thoughts and replace the negative comments that you make to yourself with the positive, the things that God says, no, sweet one, you can do this because I am here with you. And you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Hey, friends, I am so glad that we get to do life together. And I can't wait to hear what God has started in your life because we're going to encourage you to keep going. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.